You're listening to The Dilly Show with author Brendan Dilly, now available as a daily podcast. You can catch the show live Monday through Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern. Go to dillyshow.com for details. And now, your host, Brendan Dilly. Good morning, MAGA. Welcome to The Dilly Show. I am your host, author Brendan Dilly. It's my book right here, Still Breathing. The Wisdom and Teachings of a Perfectly Flawed Man. You can pick that up on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or any other major book retailer. Check it out today. You'll love it. And you never know how long you get to be able to have it. So if you haven't bought it, there is no promises. There won't be a book burning in the future, courtesy of the left. So you can't get it. Just saying. Just saying. You guys might want to check that out. All right. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. March fucking 14th. How are we already in mid-March? Son of a bitch, man. Mid-March? Really? Really? I keep trying to tell everybody. I'm like, dude, you understand the future's here. Like, okay, Dilly, I know. Campaign next year. No, 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 no. It's now. Future's here. It's now. It's now. Pay attention. It's now. And they're like, no, no, we still got over a year. No, yeah, let's see here. No, we still got another 11 and a half. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. First primaries are January of next year. January. Get your shit together. You have no time to waste. None. Zero. We're going to fucking get into this today. I got a big show for you today. First of all, President Donnie J absolutely lit last night. Lit. You're not going to beat him on policy. I don't know what you're going to do, lefties. I don't know what you're going to do, Meatball DeSantis. You can't beat him on policy. You can't beat him on policy. You can't beat him on track record. You can't beat him on charisma. And you can't beat him any longer with scandals because we've basically vetted him front to back, left, right, upside down, every which way. I don't know what your plan is, Meatball. I don't know what your plan is, commie lefties. But I think you're fucked. I actually think you're fucked. All we have to do is stay in the pocket and just stay focused and keep talking policy. Policy, policy, policy. Win, win, win. That's what'll happen. Simple. Straight to the point. Donnie J making it easy on you this year. Easy. All you got to do is just stay in the pocket. Policy. Nah, it's better policy. I like that policy. No Twitter, no crying. Yeah, he mean tweets. He make it. He hates it. It's hard to defend some of the things he says. Yeah, I'm a little pussy. Yeah, I know. Right? I remember you fucking crybaby pussies. I know. Well, I love, I love his policies, but not his mean tweets. Yeah. Yeah, okay. We get it. We know you virtue signaling fucking pussies. Simple. Now, now it's super easy. Now it's super easy. He's just like, Policy, 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 accomplishment, accomplishment, policy, accomplishment, exoneration, exoneration, policy, accomplishment. Well, he still made fun of Ron. Yeah. Yes, Rob DeSantis. Fuck him. He's not Ron anymore. I don't like that. We're nicknaming him now. There's no bigger insult to people than subtly fucking up their names, which is why I called Jenna Ellis Jebba. Jebba. Well, that she's fat, but mostly it's because it's the subtlest and most excruciating troll. And it doesn't, it works okay when I do it, but it works better when random, normal Americans like yourselves slide in there like, Rob DeSantis doesn't care about my needs. If you want to absolutely bludgeon his campaign and troll them in the most polite way where they won't even realize it, just start referring to him as Rob. Just be like, I'm not a big fan of Rob DeSantis. Anybody who brings his name up to you from here, henceforth, he is Rob DeSantis. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Rob DeSantis. He seems kind of slimy. And then what'll happen is you'll get into your spiel about why he's slimy. And then the person you're talking to 
will just be waiting their turn to correct you on his name. And that's the troll. Well, I think you mean Ron DeSantis. I'm sorry, who? No, I, the guy I'm talking about is named Rob DeSantis. He's a governor in Florida. I swear to you, if you, I swear to you, if you want to have fun trolling uh, former Ted Cruz supporters, call him Rob DeSantis. Every chance you get, you just call him Rob. Every chance, Rob with a B. Rod also works. That's funny. Rod also works. You could call him. Okay, per, you know what? Great fucking point. Hold on. S stethoscope is correct. No, not we can go Rob, or we can do uh, what uh, Idaho forty-five percent forty-seven says. You can go Rod also, cause Rod's hella funny. It sounds like a porno name, dude. Rod DeSantis. That's a hundred percent a porn name. Rod DeSantis. Woo woo. Yeah, hundred percent. You can go Rod or Rob. Either one. Whatever you do, you avoid Ron. And then when they correct you, you say the other one. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of Rob DeSantis. I think you mean Ron. No, 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 Rob. No, you're, you mean Ron. Rod? No, not Rod. I don't think it's Rod, is it? Is it Rod? Is it Rod DeSantis? You, can, you just go back and forth nonstop. On, on Twitter, don't even argue. Don't get into big, stupid arguments. All of you boomers, listen, when you actually argue with Rob DeSantis, fucking uh, supporters it makes us look dumb stop arguing you just say you no, rod's never getting my vote you say it really like with a lot of conviction too like you mean it i'm not voting for rob DeSantis. i don't care if he's the nominee rob will never get my vote and you just fucking never relent i'm trying to teach you guys if you really want to troll somebody into actually throwing their phone fucking through a window or across the 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 fucking house this is how you do it you just fucking relentless on this shit and i promise you we'll just brand him you just brand him rod rod DeSantis or rob rob works whatever you guys like i like rob because it's subtle rod is a little more overt right like rod's a little more overt but i like rob because i think it's really funny it's just it's like oh i'm not a big rob DeSantis fan and then his fans will lose their mind okay so anyway dude so i didn't sleep last night fuck like, and not even for good reasons. I just couldn't fall asleep. I couldn't fall asleep last night. Shit just was, I was too lit after the Trump uh, rally. I was too, I got a bunch of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Like I got my kids here. They're fucking cool, man. I gotta tell you, I know you guys have to hear Phoenix. He's amazing, right? You got to listen to him. He's hilarious. It took him a little while. I had to, I had to prod him a little bit, get him fucking talking because he's funny as shit once you get him going. Yeah, we got him going. So, so my son's here and my daughter's here with my other son and my other daughter. And, uh, you know, I got, I got my Sophia, who I'm just so fucking proud. Ah, this kid. Dude, this kid. She's just a bad... She's a chip off the old block. Yeah, my oldest daughter is going to be on the show probably tomorrow. I'll have Sophia in, in studio. And, uh, and so I'm like, I'm already wired because my kids are here. And for those of you parents that like know what I'm talking about, when you're away from your children, like and you're in some split custody time thing. Now, Sophia is just finishing out her senior year of high school. Nothing crazy going on there. But I respect it. Kid works like two or three jobs, right? She never stops fucking working. And she's looking for a career now, right? Because she's on the horizon of graduating. So she just wants to go, no, no college for us. Straight into career. Wants to get her life going. She wants to start stack, stacking chips. So, so the kid's working her ass off. So I already don't get to see her as much as I want. Phoenix, as you guys all know, I'm in a custody battle. Battle. 
uh, which is really just a matter of getting through all of the bullshit leading up to a trial so that I can get my son, all right? So that's going on. So I gotta tell you, one of the things that happens when you're a parent whose children are away from you and you get them all back in your house, right? You get all your kids back in the house and then what you realize is your evening routines are fucking weird because my evening routines are dominated by like communicating with my kids, like playing video games with Phoenix or I'm like calling or texting Soph just to check in on her. Although I give her a little more space because I recognize 17 years old, about to be 18. She's got a lot going on. She's got a boyfriend. She's got all kinds of good shit going on with her life. But my point is, it's weird because you get into bed and you're like, what am I forgetting? Because you feel like you haven't done what your routine is, right? You haven't done your routine, but you're like, oh shit, they're all under my roof. Which as a parent, and I, again, for those of you, I know many of you are older than I am and you already have lived this, but dude, as a parent, is there anything better than when your kids have been away and then they're all under your roof? Like you're laying there, you're next to your wife, and then you're like, dude, all the bedrooms are filled with your kids. And you're like, dude, they're all safe. Cause like, you know, for that night, your kids are safe. Cause we don't know what the hell's gonna happen in life. But I know like when they're in my fucking, under my roof, I'm like, dude, they're here, right? And then you wanna like slow time down. Like you probably noticed I haven't been as active on social media or on like uh, on Telegram. Because like when they're here, I'm trying to just be like right there. Like I don't wanna be away from what they're fucking doing. Cause they are awesome, right? And you're like hanging out with them and you're just like, fuck, like, like legit, my kids are here through Sunday and I keep looking at the clock, I'm like, Phew. right? Cause the time's like going down and I'm like, dude, okay, all right, I gotta do this. And like, today's a crazy ass day for me. I got coaching clients, I got two clients. Then I got a Twitter spaces tonight, right? And I'm like trying to, I'm like, fuck. Cause all you wanna do is clear your calendar, right? You just wanna go, and then, and just hang out with the kids. But, but you can't do that cause you're a business owner, right? So that's what you do. But anyway, I'm just, uh, but I couldn't sleep last night, I was wired. So I hung out with the boys, right? And the girls actually, took my daughters to lunch, had a good time with them, then hung out with them in their bedrooms and was bullshit with them about uh, stuff and, and talking fitness and giving self some ideas cause she's lost, she looks, she looks phenomenal. She's lost a bunch of weight, but she's like, I wanna put more muscle on. She's getting into the fitness thing just like dad did. And then, uh, you know, and then, uh, played video games with the boys up until bedtime. But I also, while simultaneously listening, you know, playing videos with the boys, I was listening to President Donnie J. Trump. And Donnie J. was lit, like super lit, right? And then I'm handling like legal shit because I've got a custody case, as I mentioned, so I'm fucking reading over paperwork that I got going there. It was just, it did, so then by the time me and Rihanna sat down to watch our shows, we watched an episode and I'm just, I'm like wired and I couldn't go to sleep. Right, but I'm like not relaxed, but I'm just like wired. I don't know. So then I couldn't get to sleep till probably 1 a.m. It's brutal. It's brutal, but that's okay. Woke up today all full of piss and vinegar. Right? Yeah, you wake up full of piss and vinegar, and you're like, uh, okay, it's time to work. It's time to fucking work. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I just it's just. It's one of those things. Yeah, you just do what you can. You just do what you can. And yet, like, uh, you soak it up as much as you can. See, like, life goes by hella fast, right? So I was, like, busting your balls yesterday about, about your prime, you know? And some people took it personal. Some, do, some people understood it. 
But my whole purpose in that was like, dude, you don't have fucking time. You don't have time to dedicate or allocate to your insecurities and like that bullshit voice that creeps up inside of you. Like none of us do at all. You're going to die. Okay. And like, if you want your life to be awesome before you die, you've got to stop wasting time on shit that doesn't matter. And, and I try to tell people this. Some people really get it. A lot of people don't. And, and sometimes you just got to keep hammering it. Life is about will. Okay. It, I, and I don't want to be the asshole that, that, that ruins the surprise, but it ain't about which side you're on. I'm on the good side. I'm on the bad side. I'm godly. I'm evil. I know all that is stuff that's going to dictate after. Okay. Your choices about being good or evil are consequences that are going to handle. Uh, you're going to have to handle <laughs> after you die. But when you're here, when you're here, the only thing that fucking dictates the winners in life versus the losers is fucking will. You got to get out of your heads. You got to get out of your heads. Every time you hear that voice tell you you're not good enough or you can't do it or it can't be done, you literally just recognize. I want to hear my voice telling you, don't be a pussy. It doesn't matter. It's sheer fucking will. It's sheer will. It's I have set forth a goal. This is what's going to fucking happen. And I will achieve the goal or I'll die. The end. So much fear. Fear about everything and hesitation. I don't hesitate on a fucking thing, dude. I have, when God tells me, when God speaks, he's like, Dilly, podcast. Dude, from the time God tapped me on the shoulder that morning, last week, at fucking 7.20 a.m. to 7.20 p.m. that night, Magical producer Trevor already had the first episodes up. Like that's how fucking fast we move. When I get that, when I get that fucking twinge, it's now and we go. I don't worry about failing. Fuck failing. Failing's for fucking dorks. I just go forward, man. I go forward. So many of you have like moments of inspiration and you piss them away trying to figure out the details. You're doing it fucking wrong. Idea hits, act on it. Fuck the details, you'll sort them out later. Move, move, motherfucker, move. You don't got time. Now, 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 now. Apparel, boom, now. Once it was time, it was there. Podcast, now, boom. That's all you, you move fast. You do not hesitate. You pull the trigger. I know good shit when I see it. Investments, I look at them. Does it make sense to me? Does it immediately fucking, can I comprehend this? Do I understand the parameters around it? I like that, I like this, I like that. I like the people involved, done. How much you need? You fucking move. Losers ponder for too long. Losers stay stuck. If you've been stuck in your job and you've wanted to leave your job more than 90 days, you're being a pussy. I'll give you 60 days. 60 days you're still contemplating. But if you've already wanted to quit your fucking job for 90 days and you haven't figured out what's next or pulled the trigger, you're doing it wrong. You were willing to piss away a fourth of your year Doing something for someone you fucking hate? Really? Why? Action every single day. Action now. Where can I go? What can I do? And if you don't have the answers, which you probably don't, most of you don't have the fucking answers. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers on everything. You know what I do? I don't know the answer on this. I need this. I have an idea. I need this thing right here. Circle it. Start asking around. Most of you are, you're so in your own heads, you're too busy being fucking worried about what people think to even tap all of the incredible people in your life. I constantly am doing favors for people 
So thus, I have zero hesitation asking for favors. I do it all the time, every single day. Like, hey, I need this. Do you mind? Let me know if you need something from me. All of these people, you have all this brilliance around you. So if you're stuck in a shitty job, why aren't you making phone calls every day after work? Why aren't you making phone calls? You'd rather, in the time it took you to fucking sit down with your therapist and cry about your shitty job, you could have just fucking changed your situation. Well, I don't like, I don't want to change. I'm afraid and I'm not sure where I, okay. Fine, okay. I don't know if I can make the same money somewhere else. Okay, great. So let's break it down. Start reducing your overhead. Let's make that nut easier to obtain. So you can do something you like. Maybe you do two things you like. Maybe one thing you like doesn't pay you enough, but maybe two of them will. You just don't have time. You just don't have fucking time to waste. And not only that, dude, being, being a good little employee that shows up and is like, there's no, there is no fucking prize for being a good sufferer in life, okay? Whoever told you guys that, whoever told you that, that there's a prize, that there's some kind of like something to be, there's honor in, in not having balls, or failing, or suffering, even worse. I'm very proud of what I've done here. What, have you, what did you do? I figured out ways to overcome suffering my own fucking ineptness for 30 years. Well, what the hell? Why? What the fuck are you doing? Why? <laughs> Why? That, that is not honorable. Suffering isn't fucking honorable. Act, make a move, take a chance, live. Fuck, do something else. You don't like your job, but you like the money? Cut it back. Hey, man, I can only work 20 hours this week. What? I'm working 20 fucking hours this week. Well, you know we're not going to pay you for the other 20. Yeah, I know. So what are you going to do? I don't know what the fuck I want. I'll do 20 hours, and if you don't want me, I'll get a different job. Any questions? I'm not doing this anymore for 40 hours. It hurts. I got a bunch of dudes that I fucking love. They're killing themselves, doing shit they can't do anymore. You cocksuckers are getting old. You're going to kill yourselves. 20 hours. Fucking put them in. I'm doing 20 hours at, I can't fucking do 40. I'm doing 20. I'm gonna go work at a video store. <laughs> Find another 20. Find a 20 something else that doesn't kill you. Get creative. You guys don't color outside the fucking lines enough. Get out there, piece it together. Piece it the fuck together. Your, pro your only limitation in this life, honest to God, is your creativity. It's your creativity and your willingness and your fucking balls. It's having gigantic balls and being very creative. That's it. That's it. You have an entire audience of 20,000 fucking people every day that you watch this show with that literally view you as family that if you actually had the courage and reached out to them, go, hey, man, I know you do this X, Y, Z. I've seen you in the chat. Do you know anybody hiring this over here? I need to get the fuck out of my job. I'd love to come work with people that are cool. Everybody's all afraid. They don't want to ask for help. I don't want to ask for help. I'm not the kind of guy that asks for help. No, you just suffer like a bitch. And then you were like, I'm a man's man who quietly suffers and is miserable. The fuck is that? Dude, just say, I need some fucking help. Hey, like if I was fucked up right now, I would be in my chat. Like if I was you, like we switched roles and I needed more money and I didn't want to kill my body anymore. I'd be in this chat whoring myself out. I'd be like, hey, anybody know somebody that needs to hire a guy that's really, really good looking and has a fucking unique skill set and is me? And I just wait. And the fuck, you know what happened? You get seven, eight, nine replies from people trying to give you a fucking job. But people don't want to ask. They're like, no, it's fine. It's no big deal, really. It's like, why? Fuck, get loud, dude. Get aggressive with your shit. It's your life. Grab that motherfucker by the fucking ears and hump it. You got to face fuck that thing. You got to face fuck that thing. Get creative. I do it every day. I'm like, I'll find a new way. 
Find a new way forward. Yeah, you just find a new way forward. You just find, you just, and you don't be afraid of shit. Yeah, don't be afraid. Yeah, you can't be afraid of anything. Give me a failing. Ah, uh, I don't want to. I'm afraid of this insert thing over here. Look, Trout's in the fucking chat right now saying he needs a helper. He's serious, by the way. Trout's business is exploding down in Arizona. He needs fucking help. Trout is a businessman. He will hire you. I will vouch for you as long as you're not a cunt. This is not complicated. Trout probably could expand his operations if some of you bitches were reliable. I'm just saying. You got a million of these fucking people. Maybe not a million yet, but you can understand my point. There's a bunch of people in here, but bottom line is, dude, you can't, you can't be, you're just doing it wrong. Like, I did it the way you're doing it. It doesn't fucking work. You won't ever make any real money. You won't ever have any real success or peace or fun. Yeah, Stronger Fitness is in the chat right now. She needs somebody to hire one to two days a week. One to two days a week. That's it. Lori, I haven't even got to you yet, hun. I got a fucking dilly in the wild. It's going to blow your mind. Look, I need anyone uh, need someone to kill shit. I need a hobby. Alaska hunting season's too short. Look, there you go. Fuck, some of you guys already run successful businesses that already have good branding, and they just need to expand. It's not rocket science. I gave a hogman a million-dollar idea last week. He's still not followed up on me. What the fuck are you doing? Where's my website? How much money? How much of my money do you need to make fucking hogman hunting excursions happen, okay? How much do I have to put in to get my 20% of the company for you to start fucking taking people out to kill shit? Why has it been a week? What do we need, like 20 grand to get started? I got you, let's fucking do this. What the hell are you doing? I'll put you on blast, fucker. Like, I don't, I'm not calling you, fuck you. You need my money, not the other way around. I don't call you, you, you pursue me. I'm way, it's a test, dude. I'm testing to see if you're going to go after what you want. I do this to everybody. I do it to everybody. I'm like, hey, I did it to my, my kid. Her, her uh, boyfriend needs help. Like, he just wants some general advice. I go, good, read my book. You want to get on my phone? Read the book first. You have to have a baseline understanding. But it's the same shit with business. I'll throw it out there, and then I just want to see who's fucking aggressive enough to respond. This is how I do it. I just, I throw it out there. And then I want to see who's aggressive enough to come back at me. One of the reasons I work so well with Magical Trevor, I throw shit at him. And this motherfucker is like a Labrador. He's like a golden retriever of information. So I threw some shit at Trev and he brought back every ball in the fucking yard. And I'm like, that's my dude. This is why I fucking will pay you. This is why as we grow, I will fucking give you the sun, the moon and the stars. Because I love people like that. Like he just grabbed it. He was like, oh, great idea. I'm on it. I'm like, good. Here we go. Boom, and away we go. And I have no doubts about what the results will be. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. But this is how most business, real businessmen, this is how they'll treat you guys. If you aren't aggressive, see, you're so busy because the rest of middle America and everyone in it and everyone around you has conditioned you to be polite in business. That's, it's your biggest fucking weakness is you are always worried that you're gonna hurt the other person. Well, I don't, I didn't wanna be, I'm sorry, I didn't wanna, fuck that. Dude, I am an, I am so annoying to the Trump campaign. Once I got a hold of emails and phone numbers, I'm like, hey, what are you doing? Fucking text, text, text. Check out this meme, 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 meme. Hey, hey ladies, what are we up to today? Here's my email. What's going on? Where do you need me today? Boom, boom, boom. I'm fucking constantly, I, dude, I'm gonna make them tell me to stop it. I w literally want you to tell me Leave me alone. Because until you tell me that, 
I will fucking absolutely insist upon myself right into the to success. That's how I do it. Everybody else is like, what should I say? Fuck that. What do you say? Hey, it's Brendan Dilly. What are you doing? Do you, are you guys hiring right now? I got somebody. I might have somebody for you. Yeah, you want to take their information down? I got you. Always make people tell you no. Make them tell you to slow down. Set the fucking pace in your own life. Real business people who actually, the people you want to work with, don't fucking work with passive people. We don't have time. I have no time to train. I'm not training you. You either have the right mindset and you want to fucking hunt down and fucking kill and hump your dream into submission, or I can't work with you. This is how I actually operate. This is why I can't, I can't delegate little, delegate little bullshit fucking things to people. I don't have time for that. Nobody who's successful has time for that. You come in, you have the, it, you don't have to know everything, but you sure as fuck be, better be willing to not ask me stupid questions and unless you already went and researched and you couldn't find the answers. That's how it works. You fucking, I say, I'm in, I believe in you, and you come back with a fucking litany of information for me to digest so that I can know you're competent. All businessmen work this way. All of the businessmen I ever approached to try to get them to believe in me, and anytime I showed up fucking like this, anytime I show up hat and hand them all, hey, um, you know, I just got this idea, and I just really felt like, like no one's really giving me a chance, but it's a great idea. Dude, they're like, get the fuck out of my office. Now you know how I show up? I show up, I'm like, what's up, dude? What are you fucking working on? Dude, you got a shitload of money. What are you doing? This is how I talk. How, what are you fucking doing? Like, I'm successful, but you're fucking super successful. What are you doing? I need to know more. I want to be involved with your shit. Dating service, I'm not bankrolling. That's a gay idea. Sorry, I'm not trying to kill your dream. You go make a million dollars and come back and make fun of me. I would never fuck with the dating service. Maybe at a different time in my life, but not now. You go create the dating service, you come back and make fun of me for turning you away. But dude, I, I go after, like, when you, like, part of the reason, like, how I did this shit, I'm trying to show you guys. From 2016 to 2020, I was diehard Trump, right? And I was, tr I was in the face of all the right people and I was retweeting all the right people and I still didn't know how to approach the campaign and get involved. I was like, wait, I was like, hey, just hoping to finally hear something. Fuck that, I don't even do that now. Not even do that. I don't, I'm not like, hey, did you guys want me to do this over here? I wasn't sure. I'm like, nah. Like, hey, look what we're doing. We're fucking destroying Meatball Rob DeSantis. Like this, this is me. I set the pace. I'm like, I'm done. I want to work with Donald Trump. So I just immediately, I'm like, yep, we work together now. You don't know it yet, but we fucking do. And that's what the Dilly 300 does. That's what the Dilly meme team does. I'm like, I think I know how we can win. So I'm just going to do the thing that I believe we can win off of. And until I do something where they're like, hey, man, you can't do that. And even then, I might do it still. But I'd at least, I'd, I'd consider them, right? Because the objective is to get President Trump back in office. But I decided a long ago, I'm like, I want to work with the Trumps. I love the Trump family. I love Don Jr. I'm good friends with his best friend. I get along great with these people. I think they're amazing human beings. I want to work with them. I'm not at their level yet, so I've got to show them what I am, what level I am at and what I'm willing to do. And that's it. I just believe in his vision for America. Let's fucking do this. <laughs> and I'm not going to be told no. Nobody gets to tell me no. I mean, they could try, but it doesn't, it doesn't mean shit to me. I'm just like, okay, whatever. Not today? Okay, next week. I've done this show the same way for all these years, and you guys, a lot of you witnessed. 
Everybody's told me I do the show incorrectly. No one, no one big will ever associate with you because you're too controversial. You curse too much. You're this, you're that, you're this, you're that. I just keep going. I don't give a fuck. You, you don't have to know my fucking vision for me to know my vision. Do you understand? It's not necessary. Just saying. If you know your own vision, the rest of the world has to fucking bend the knee to it. That's it. You bend the knee. That's it. You make them bend the knee. Say, so yeah, you're gonna bend you're gonna bend the knee to my will, not the other way around. The game is the game is always who blinks first. Yeah, Ralph just got hammered. Ralph, that was the second dumb thing he said. That wasn't the first. I don't want you guys to think that I have no patience. Ralph said something fucking stupid earlier, and I let it slide. But Ralph, he is a state. I don't know. Some people do. They have weird ways of getting attention. You know what I mean? They're like, I need attention, so I have to make myself content. And Ralph has a tendency to do it. What he'll do is he'll come back. He'll say something stupid again. I already know his, I know his routine. He'll come back. He'll say something else dumb, and then I'm going to permanently ban him. He'll disappear for a month. He'll come back with a different name. He's still crying because he can't get on YouTube, which I'm not unblocking you there, Ralph. So stop asking me. Ralph doesn't even have the sense to realize what I just told him it could actually help him. He's too busy like, ah, I'm trolling. It's like, dude, fucking have another coffee, all right? If you're too old to get hired, then you should be doing the hiring. You understand? You don't fucking need, dude, I see, I see you, Rick. You're 70. You don't need anybody to hire you at 70. No, you do your own thing. Fuck that. Do your own thing. You don't need anybody to hire you. You've got your own skill set, a whole lifetime worth of experience at 70 years old that you have put together. Get some fucking business cards done. I don't even know what you do. Doesn't matter. You do something good. You're still fucking here. If you are too old to get hired by somebody, then great, good. There's no better sign from God that you're meant to be an entrepreneur. Just saying. All right, let's get into this show because I have like really exciting shit that I want to share with you guys. All right, yesterday, President Trump was in Iowa, okay? And uh, dude... Donnie J, there's, I can't believe these fucking DeSantards even think that they got a shot with this guy. It is actually low-key cringe and awkward because you can't beat him in social media and he's not even on Twitter, okay? You're getting bludgeoned by an online army and he's not even there to fucking direct it. Of course, General Dilly is there, but still. Then, as if that weren't enough, when it comes to, okay, fine, let's take the internet out of the equation, right? Because that's what you'll say. You'll say, oh, big deal. You made some memes. No one cares about you guys. You're not even having an impact. Okay, fine, fine. Then what does it mean when every single time he shows up someplace in public, there are thousands in attendance and thousands more standing outside in the freezing ass cold? What's that mean when your guy can't fucking get anywhere even close to those numbers? Can you tell me? Since we're going to leave the internet world and we want to now count his support in real life, hmm, bottom line is everywhere he goes, he's beloved. There's been, and believe me, if there was videos of DeSantis fucking Rob DeSantis, meatball himself, if there were videos of him getting this kind of love, we'd see him. You'd make sure we saw them. But there isn't because he's a cunt. Got one of your biggest oh, fans around here. Come on, I love her. Oh, my God. <laughs> I like her a lot. <laughs> He's not afraid of Americans. I love this. Donald Trump is walking in to a restaurant in Iowa and just pretty much grabbing customers. Come here. 
Come here, you. Oh, I love you. You look so happy. You look great. How are you doing today? I love the way he engages people. This is literally real. This is actual, legitimate, mutual love. It's the appreciation and love of adorning uh, patriots, and it's their general, and he loves them. Always. It's always the same. It's never contrived or fake. It's always Donald Trump leading with both arms open, grabbing a hold of somebody. Always. Every single time. You love them. How long are you? Uh, we've been, well, this restaurant's been 48 years. 48 years. Yeah, plus it's uh, Let's go 45. Talking to business owners. <laughs> no, no, 12 years. Uh, for a long time. You know, I felt like it, but that was a bad idea. <laughs> I've seen worse. Have a good time. You too. Yeah, Thank for you. the fire department. Okay? We got him. Okay. We'll take care of him. See you later. We're going to make a speech. Uh, Bye, everybody. So Dude. Are you shitting me? Are you shitting me? He's chatting up with a small business owner. Guy's been there for 40 years. He's chatting up with the guy. The guy's blown away. Trump's, Trump's letting him do all the talking. The guy's telling him about himself. Trump asks questions. Then be quiet. Listen to the guy tell him stories. Reminds him gently on his way out. Hey, don't forget about taking care of the fire department. It's on me. Don't forget. Take care of the fire department. It's on me. I'm gonna go give a speech. See you guys. Dude, that's the fucking man. Meatball will never be this. Rod DeSantis can never be this, ever. You have, you either are this or you're not. And if you're gonna be this, it takes decades to become this. Learning to love humanity takes decades. It's not innate, because humanity will give you every reason to not love it. It'll give you every reason. It'll shun you, it'll let you down, it'll make you sad, it'll disappoint you. For, for you to be like him, that level of ease with which he still operates around other humans is a gift from God because that's called grace. That's grace. You're not going to find grace like that in normal leaders. They are scorned. They're angry. They're defensive. They're hesitant. He walks into every room and you want to know why he assumes they all love him because he loves them. And he walks in loving them. And even if they don't love him, they're like, fuck, how do you not love this guy? He'll walk into a room with people that don't like him and win them over. You've seen it countless times. Walk in a room and they're like, oh shit. First of all, they're starstruck. Then they realize how gentle he is in person and how actual legitimately friendly he is. And they're like, holy shit. Like this is, he's the real deal. There's nothing there. There's not a fucking veneer, dude. With Donald Trump, you get Donald Trump. It just... I'm Donald Trump. What's your name? And that's it. And now he's going to win your vote. There's no veneer. There's name a handler. Go quick. I can name. I already know Meatball's handler's name. Christina Peshaw. Really, really sad story about her knees uh, in the last 24 hours. I don't know who she was down there for, but name, name a handler for Trump. You don't. You've got employees, but there's no handler. He walks ahead of his security. He's the fucking president. He leads. He's like, hey, I'm going to head into this crowd. They're like, sir. He's like, yep, this is happening. There's no veneer. You get Donald Trump. Who are you voting for? I'm voting for Donald Trump. Why are you voting for Donald Trump? Because Donald Trump is the only one that actually presented himself as the candidate without anybody telling me who he is. He just, he just goes into that situation winning over voters one at a time. That's why he's in Iowa, dude. This is a big city fucking billionaire who lives in Florida with his supermodel wife and he walks into Iowa and it's his favorite environment. He walks in and he's just like, hey, how are you doing? How's business day? How long you been here? Oh, it looks like it's a great shop you got here. He talks, because the thing is, is he views everything through his own, through, through the mind of an entrepreneur. Like when you've been an entrepreneur and a businessman as long as he has, 
He has a deep appreciation for well-run businesses. That's why he walks in and he's like, I really like what you got here. This is really nice. I like how you're doing this. What do you recommend? He speaks to them all with such respect and you instantly pick up on it. People love that. They love that. People are like, dude, I don't know. That guy was super nice to me. Haven't you ever stuck up for somebody that other people didn't like? And the way you stuck up for me, like, they're super nice to me. And they're like, well, I don't like him. And like, well, but he's super nice to me. And uh, I think I'm going to have his back because he was just genuinely nice. Never asked me for anything. Just was nice to me. It's easy. It's easy to have the back of somebody like that because you're like, I don't know. This is very nice to me. He made me feel good about my decision. Felt like he could do a good job for the country. Then let's talk about that crowd because they're going to try and tell you lies about his crowd. They always do. First and foremost, the venue was maximum full. There was not any extra room left over. It was maximum full with Trump supporters, okay? This is very important that you understand this. It was completely filled. There were also thousands outside, okay? This is the entire, like the venue was maximum full. He could not add more people to the venue. So this first picture, by the way, is the balcony that's the balcony then you get underneath the balcony then you kind of get an understanding of how big this is this venue is thousands and thousands every angle it's maximum full there is nowhere left to stand or sit and then you put thousands outside DeSantis could run his campaign for the next 12 straight months and he will never have a venue with this many people in it Rod DeSantis isn't even Ted Cruz. Rod DeSantis isn't even Bernie Sanders. He's not even to that level. Rod DeSantis is Jeb Bush. He'll never have this. Not now, not in 2028, not ever. That ship has sailed. Rod blew it. He completely blew it. And now he'll never have it. Thank God. We all benefit now because we all know and understand what he actually is. And President Trump kicked off his Iowa rally the way you'd expect, lit. You can ask me anything you want. Unlike Biden, you can ask me whatever the hell you want. I've never seen anything like it. The other day they were asking questions and he was reading the answer off a teleprompter. I said, I've never, they've never done that for me. <laughs> but we'll do some question and answers if you want. Uh, we'll finish up and we'll have a little fun. Okay, you can say anything you want. You can give me the worst, toughest, most horrible, Question, who cares, right? Who the hell cares? For seven years. <laughs> Zero fear. Yeah, just ask me whatever you want. I don't care. And without any further ado, Randy's booty. Hey, oh, I got caught slipping right there. Sorry, guys. I got caught slipping. I was like, wait, what? I had the other commercial all queued up and ready to roll, and it was the wrong one. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to grab the right one. Isn't that great? Good products. Use them every day. Every single day. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, dude. Oh, how you guys doing? You guys good? Huh? Everybody okay? You having fun? You want to get back to President Trump? Of course you do. Anyway, this, uh, where do we leave off? Right here. For seven years, our MAGA movement, the greatest in political history, there's never been anything like this, has been taking on all of the evil and sinister forces trying to destroy America's future. You know that. You know it better than most. We stand up to the globalists. We stand up to the Marxists. The Marxists. 
Remember I said, we will never have socialism. That train left socialism a long time ago. Never even stopped at that station. We stand up to the crooked Democrat prosecutors all over the country. If I fly over a state that happens to be Democrat, let's call them into a grand jury. They have never, nobody's ever weaponized like this group of people. They're maniacs. We stand up to the rhinos, communists, and the anti-energy extremists. We stand up to the open borders fanatics and the pro-China special interests and the fake news media, of which we have quite a bit of it right here. We put workers first, we put farmers first, and above all, we put America first. We put America first. President Donnie J was on fire. I'm going to keep going with these. I love these clips. These are uh, courtesy of Lauren Eve, by the way. You can thank her for cutting up some of these clips. Like doing it. So on top of this, the publication said Trump still has really high approval ratings with the Republican voter base, is defeating Ron DeSantis in poll after poll by a lot, and I'm beating Joe Biden by a lot, very importantly. So That's right. That's right, Rod DeSantis. You ain't got shit on Donnie J. Trump. Rod DeSantis will not get within 20 points of President Trump at any point in any reliable poll. You'll see. He's kicking his fucking ass. Iowa is going to be the first place he bludgeons this fool. In total, I successfully negotiated and renegotiated more than 50 agreements to boost farm exports by more than $60 billion, supporting millions and millions of American jobs. And right here in this room and right here in Iowa... And that's what happens when you have a president who stands up for America and who puts America first. It can be done. It can be done. Absolutely can be done. Absolutely it can be done. Donnie J, I told you, he was on fire, dude. He was all fucking pumped up. As president, I will immediately end the invasion of our southern border. Kim mentioned. Donnie J. Told you. Told you. Love President Trump, dude. Absolutely on fire. Fire. So on fire. How you guys doing over there, Rumble? You guys good? I see they're getting uh they're getting trolled. They're all upset. They're getting trolled. Oh, you guys don't like the dent? Nobody likes the dent. I got a dent on my mic. As if that fucking matters to me. You guys are so funny. Dilly, we don't like seeing the dent. It's messed up. It's all messed up. Here, I'm going to fucking troll you even worse then. You guys know better. Nobody ever learns. I'm like, oh, the thing that bothers you? Let me do that over and over and over again until it doesn't bother you anymore. Harden up. Yeah, no, oh, fuck that. No, it's right here. Dent's right there. There you go. I'll just probably end up breaking the mic trying to satisfy you little bitches. There you go. There's the, there's the dent. Let's just put that right in the front, front and center. You know better than that. 
Brendan, we don't like it. It's got a dent in the mic on that side. Uh huh. We just fuck with it until it just completely pisses you off. I know. I'm like, okay. How's everybody else doing? D Live, you guys good? You behaving yourselves? You good? Okay. <laughs> we got no audio? Wouldn't that be funny? We're just out. Yeah, it's my Death Star mic. That's right. It is. It's all dented right there. Can you guys see it? Because I was chewing on it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know. All right. Uh, hold on. Did I do this one? Did we do the invasion clip yet? Did I do the invasion clip, everybody? Hmm? Did we do the invasion? Did we do, did we do the invasion clip? Hmm? 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 All right. We're playing it again. It's Trump. You guys are going to listen to him say smart things twice. As president, I will immediately end the invasion of our southern border. Kim mentioned. Oh, the country from where they came. Before I arrive at the Oval Office, shortly after I win the presidency, I will have the disastrous war between Russia and Ukraine settled. It'll take 24 hours <laughs> if it's not done before then. Thank you, President Trump. Yes, I agree. How about some of those bold plans? Can we get any more of those bold plans? And now we're Laying out a bold, forward-looking vision Ooh, for it. what we will do. And when we take the oath of office and we get back that beautiful, beautiful White House and we become together the 47th president of the United States. Within hours of my inauguration, I will cancel every Biden policy that's brutalizing our farmers. Every single one. Thank God. Cancel the fuck out of that, President Trump. Please do it. Jesus, I'm on overload with this thing. Thank you. That's right. Nah, sorry, I got distracted. My wife got to feed a white buffalo. I'm absolutely shocked. I'm absolutely shocked right now. Randy is out with the kids, and I got distracted by the chat. I apologize. I, I just look, I look. She said she fed a white fucking buffalo, like a real one. That's so cool. You should have rode it. You know what I mean? It's so cool. You spur it in its sides, make the buffalo go, nay. Do buffaloes go, nay? Dude, I can do all kinds of impersonations. I don't know what buffaloes make. They're so quiet. They're too quiet. That's why I don't trust a buffalo. They're shifty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't neigh. I was joking. Buffaloes don't neigh. But if they, <laughs> what's, what sound do they? <laughs> like, do they make sounds? <laughs> They're shifty. I don't like them. They're stu you can't be that big and that quiet. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 
What's the sound? What sound does a buffalo make? They make cow sounds? Is that like I I'm asking. I got a good I got a good cow call. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It'd be funnier if they made though, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm sure this has nothing. No one cares about this, but whatever. I think it's funny. All right, thank you, Hogman, for making a video. That was ex ex excellent. It was an excellent meme. It was an excellent meme from Hogman. It was really funny. You know who else made an excellent meme the other day? And uh, it's going to piss you off, like, royally. <laughs> Sorry, it's her fault. Lauren Eve. As it, as it stands right now, our government is spending $197,000 per second, which, as a recent publication by the America First Policy Institute points out, is faster than the speed of light. Let's look at this graphic here real quick. I'll put it up. Just ran this off on the copy machine. Staff did because I wanted to blow it up. This is a, a post by AFPI. And they point out the fastest things on the earth. And they note that we're actually spending right now faster than the speed of light. The speed of light Ooh. is 186,282 miles per second. We're spending $197,000 a second. Now hear this! Ludicrous speed! Sir, had you better buckle up? Ah, buckle this! Ludicrous speed! Go! Did he say $196,000 a second? Our debt's climbing in the fucking speed of light. Are you shitting me right now? Are you shitting me right now? That's unbelievable. That is unfucking believable. How infuriating. How absolutely positively infuriating. Jesus Christ. All because of this fucking asshole. This fucking asshole ruins everything. You fucking fuck, Joe Biden. Americans can have confidence that the banking system is safe. Thank you, Soul Memes. Oh, fuck. This fucking guy. 196K a second. And another Ferrari. 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 Are you mad yet? I am. That's fucking infuriating. Holy shit. What a fucking fuck, man. By the way, in case you didn't know, the core uh, fucking inflation numbers came out today. I've got those for you right now. Let's talk about them. God. 
Price changes over the last year. Transportation's up 14.6%. Gas and utilities, 14.3%. Electricity, 13%. Food at home, 10%. Yeah, right, higher than that. Food away from home, 8.5%, also higher than that. Shelter, 8%. Overall CPI, 6%. New cars, 5.8%. Gas, 2%. Used cars, 13.6%. Basically, kicked in the dick all day long, over and over and over and over again. That's a... That's actually legitimately painful. This is why, even though you're working your balls off, you have less and less money. Doesn't matter. Work hard, trying to save, getting kicked in the dick repeatedly. Brutal. Brutal. Fucking Joe Biden. That motherfucker. Brutal. Those inflation numbers, I guess, here's the thing. that They, they are still stuck, though. What are they going to do? You're going you're gonna to crater things? You're going to keep raising rates? You can't keep raising rate or you keep collapsing these highly leveraged banks. Rock meet hard place. If you keep raising the rate to get the inflation down, you keep cratering over leveraged banks. Well, now we find out where the rubber really meets the road. By the way, I thought that there was gonna be a run on banks now. Remember they told us on Monday that we should all be shitting our pants and screaming and bank running and then no one did. We're just like, fuck that bank. And then the stock market had a bunch of regional banks get absolutely soaked yesterday as they panic sold. And then today everybody was like, wait a minute, it's not a contagion, we're fine. And then they all bought. And I kept trying to tell you all for a while. I was like, hey, um, everything's bullshit. Hmm, remember yesterday's show? Everything is bullshit. Everything is bullshit. Everything is racist. Just saying. They told you to panic. Yes, Shay. You want to know what it is? I'm going to red pill you on something. Anything stock bank related right now, everything is just a money grab from you. The whole, here's the, here's the scenario, okay? Insert stupid ass business that's over leveraged. Insert potential, uh-oh, crisis, right? Insert microphone where they magnify everything to the public. And all they're trying to do is shake retail investors out of their positions so that you shit your pants, you panic sell, and then they swoop up all your shit a day or two later, which is what they did today. You understand? Like, that's what they did. They woke up today and were like, how much did they sell off? And they're like, oh, that's a lot. Great, buy it all. And they do this with everything. Everything is fucking bullshit. It's all fucking bullshit. Do you understand me? It's all bullshit. Fuck them. Eye on the prize. They're lying to you. They're all lying to you all of the time. It's never as good as these cunts tell you. It's never as bad as these cunts tell you. It's always in the middle. It's just right in the middle. And they always will fucking do this to you. They gas you up. They gas you down. They uh, 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 At the end, it's just, it's a bunch of fucking pricks who literally are trying to move the market this much they're like, dude, if I can move it three points, I can make a gazillion dollars off these idiots. That's what they do. Yes, California. Yes. 
Everything is bullshit, except for tonight's Twitter spaces at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for your weekly episode of MAGA Weekly. That's right, uh, with myself and Magical Trevor and my co-host, Miguelifornia. That's right. We've got the three of us. We are doing our weekly spaces tonight at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. I'll expect every one of you to be there, and we cannot wait. Don't forget also, by the way, for the hearing impaired, I'm joking, not for the hearing impaired, for the visually impaired, The Dilly Show is now available on every major streaming podcast download place you can find. You can go to dillyshow.com to find it, or you can just go on your Spotify or your Apple iTunes And we're doing really well with that. I'm excited about it. I believe in it. I have a great producer. His name is Magical Trevor. And he's doing a hell of a job. And every single episode of The Dilly Show is now available for download on podcast. Okay? So there you go. Yeah. All right. Dude, I got to get into this story before I get too fucking wrapped up. I got a bunch of bullshit news stories. Let me grab some for you. Let's have some fun conversations. Hold on. Oh, first of all, before the DeSantards try to come out and say any different... Because you know that Rod DeSantis loves the lie. So before Rob gets in front of you and tries to give you fake numbers, Trump team on today's event, they had 3,500 people inside the event, another 12 to 1,500 people outside. They've collected nearly 8,000 names, address, and emails from folks interacting in one form or another with today's event. 77 of Iowa's counties are represented here. So there you go. That's, that is an important note from yesterday. Also from uh, the last 24 hours, this dandy little fucking uh headline poll president donnie j uh up almost 20 points in pennsylvania against rob DeSantis, and uh he sucks DeSantis is terrible and he's gonna get his shit pushed in in pretty much every primary it's gonna be hilarious we are going to end his career uh so yeah i want to touch on those both of those okay now let's get to the thing that was really in my craw all right i got a thing it's in my craw you guys ready okay This thing bothered me. This one bothered me. I'm just letting you know. It pissed me the fuck off. I'm just joking. I wasn't angry, but it was weird as hell. So this clip has no bearing on the news uh, at all. I just found it to be incredibly disgusting and funny and cringy. And since I saw it, you have to see it. Dude, this right now, all everybody downloading this podcast is going to thank me that they're getting the podcast and not visually seeing this. Ready? And go. I can't imagine anybody disliking you. Oh, please. Do you know, do you want to know, ironically, who uh, dislikes me the most sometimes? Who? Myself. Your mom. Oh. Oh. And, but. <laughs> this is TV. Look, guys, TV. This is what they do on TV now. me, like, what I would do to combat the hate, right? Yeah. But what do you do? Okay, that's a great question. Oh, you're so funny. Show her your dick, dude. Starting with Show Drew Barrymore your dick. First time I was in Drew wants to see your dick. Show her your dick, dude. Which are basically social media. Come on. But I felt no. like all these reviews your penis. Would, could be a Charlie. Reach for his penis, Drew. It could be the wedding singer. Uh-huh. Between oh, my God. Name off all the things you did 20 years ago that no one cares about anymore. You are pretty much guaranteed. Yeah, dude. Are you a swimmer? 
Have you ever thought about like swimming? It, some don't. Dude, show her your dick. Be willing to bear down and break. Everybody wants to see it. And I think I think picking your battles. We're all curious. What are you working with, bud? I think the greatest uh, response can just be in the next joyous video or <laughs> that you have. Yeah, totally. You're definitely not going to take your own life at some point. Continuing on. Oh, even though the statistics say there's a 50% chance. To you, it isn't actually penetrating. I couldn't. Uh, penetrating. Good word. Good word, penetrating. Totally on brand. Also, you look vaxxed. Holy shit, what happened to Drew Barrymore's face? Is she vaxxed? Is this? <laughs> Dude, the silence from that clip is fucking deafening. Dude, the silence in that clip from the audience is so cringy. This is amazing. I like when they're all sitting on the floor and that dude's trying not to let his balls fall out. What happened to Drew Barrymore's face though? Is she vaxxed? She's like vaxxed, right? No, no, look at her face, the side of her face. It's, that shit's vaxxed. She looks terrible. <laughs> that's tv did you guys know there's tv still can you imagine watching that and trying to take it serious oh girl let's sit on the ground hey man show me your dick that's what i would have done i'm like dude what your hair looks nice is it yours it's not right is that a wig you got your wiener still did you like that wasn't that woke i feel so woke watching that drew barrymore sad that's what happens when you let people put it in your ass to get into movies before the age of 15. That's what happens when you are conditioned and groomed into a Hollywood weirdo by pedophiles your entire life, your entire career, your family sells you out, your agent sells you out, everybody gets a turn, and eventually you grow up to be a super fucking weird late 40s, early 50s woman who sits on the floor with a chick with a dick and pretends to do girl talk, right? It'll be hate speech. Me pointing out that there's a 50-50 chance that that dude dressed as a chick doesn't make it to next year. I'm an asshole though, right? Ah, dude, that's mean. How dare you point out statistical fucking accurate information via the Institute of Psychologists in America. I don't even care about all the virtue stuff. Listen, all the stuff that you're gonna say to me, none of that matters, okay? Don't quote scripture to me about chicks with dicks. It doesn't, what I'm telling you, just stay focused on the actual reality of what you're looking at. The person on the right is visibly mentally ill. Something's fucked up. Something didn't went seriously sideways. Forget all of the other stuff because none of that's going to help that person. The only thing that matters is something went fucking sideways in that household. I'm going to say some shit right now that's going to be slightly fucking offensive. I know that comes as a shock. Anybody who randomly has their child turn out to be a fucking transgender should probably be seriously investigated or their family members investigated because someone more than likely molested your child. You understand that, right? The likelihood that your child was molested in the event that they become a transgender like that is extraordinarily high. And instead of asking them, why are you all fucked up and saying all this shit you normally would, you need to immediately start figuring out who the fuck you let babysit your kids when they're growing up. Because you're going to figure out something. You, you're looking in the wrong space. You're looking at that person like, you're crazy. Why'd you, oh, you're going against God. Set that aside. Which one of your family members fucked that person when they were a, a young person? No one wants to say it to you because it's, it's ugly, right? No one wants me to tell you the truth. That person didn't end up like that on their own. Someone over here did something really bad to them when their brain was impressionable. Stop blaming the end result, the toxic, broken individual. Start investigating 
your fucking friends, family, and or babysitters because somebody clearly did something to that person that broke them mentally about their identity and sexuality. It's super ugly, but it's the truth. People don't just end up like that. Pedophiles are everywhere. If you have children that are overly sexualized out of nowhere, you need to seriously start investigating what the fuck and who the fuck was watching your kids. That if something feels a little off, like, huh, that feels fucking wrong. You need to investigate it. These are, there's certain telltale signs of behavior where someone intervened into the psychology of your child and fucked them up. They're not just horny teenagers. Someone may have done something that did something very bad and your child has not told you or doesn't remember, even worse. Everybody wants to ignore the, they always want to go, the result. It's like, dude, who fucking raised that person? Who was left alone with that person? What is going on? What's sad too is like, they'll frame that as somehow a supportive environment for the abomination sitting on that fucking chair or on the floor. And nobody there actually gives a shit about the fact that what happened that made you like this? No one wants to ask that question. Yeah, I know. I get it. I get it. You're not a dude anymore. You're a girl now. You have the hair. You have the dress. You shave your legs. I got it. But what happened? Just tell us all the truth. Don't bullshit me. Don't tell me you're just woke and you've always felt this way. Tell me the truth. Which family member did this to you? No one ever wants to ask hard questions because they don't want hard answers. So instead, they're like, oh, that person just went nuts. It's like, dude, no, somebody fucked them when they were a kid and they're fucked up and society doesn't want to deal with that. Society doesn't want to deal with the kid fucking part of it. We just want to try to give rights to the people who were molested and say that they somehow are their own fucking group of people, which is insane. That person's broken because some adult fucking broke them. This is why I lash out at older generations all the time who complain about younger generations because whether it was you or your friends or your family or your coworkers, some cunt from your age demographic raised a cunt from the demographic you have a problem with. And I know it's not fair to lump you together, but fuck you. You're judged by your weakest link. We all are. This entire experience in America, you are judged by your weakest link. I've said this on this show before. I'll say it again. Our weakest link in America currently is AOC. And whether you like it or not, she is our weakest link in America. And she represents all of us because that's who every other country is going to judge us on. Okay? AOC. That's who you are. You go, fuck. But it's the truth. But I dunk on older generations that fucking complain about woke kids And I think, well, which one of your fucking retarded kids raised those kids? Because they're your grandkids or they're your children. And everybody gets real quiet like, oh, how was it me? I did my job. How was your neighbor? How about your brother? How about your sister and her fucking weird husband? And that kid that they had that you won't have at Thanksgiving anymore. Hmm? Hmm? This country is too busy blaming shit, but without investigating and being like, they have a hard time being inwardly honest like they don't want to be honest you don't want to do actually legitimate self-reflection because you're too busy being defensive you're like no 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 don't touch that that's the one thing i'm proud of it's like dude fucking relax like you can't this country right now is suffering because people can't have honest conversations about anything everything centers around a veneer of bullshit layered to protect each other everyone center that's why they defend that like drew barrymore who herself was absolutely a victim of sexual abuse, 
had an opportunity to bring somebody onto the show who clearly also was a victim of sexual abuse and could have potentially helped that person in that healing process, in that discovery process. And instead, she's like, let's just both sit on this floor pretending that we didn't get fucked by adults when we were kids. And then we'll make America think that you and I are both healthy, normal adults that need to be accepted instead of us. And we can just avoid that conversation where you were six and I was seven and our fucking grown family members, friends, business people, whatever, diddled us. But I don't want to have that conversation. And so instead, we're going to sit right here and we're going to talk about how society won't accept us, which is fucking insane. All of this to avoid pointing at the actual issue. Because the bottom line is the actual issue is in large part people in powerful positions. It's insane. People don't want to tell the truth about shit. Not even to themselves. It's insane. It's fucking insane. Got to be able to be honest. It's the only way. It's the only way. Don't worry. I'm not going to leave you off a cliff. That was terrible fucking news and a disgusting discussion. But one that was absolutely necessary to have. Instead, we're going to transition to a lighter topic, which is Joe Biden. And he's beefing up background checks on gun sales. So if you want firearms, maybe consider getting them now. I'm just saying. Because this asshole is about to try and make it harder to do. Also, if you got some place to travel this week or weekend, maybe avoid the Northeast because we're going to say we're going to do it again. I get to fuck up another word. A Nor'easter. A Nor'easter is grounding flights at LaGuardia Airport over a foot of snow expected in the region. Nor'easter. That's a that I learned this a couple years ago on this broadcast when I had a bunch of fucking uppity uh, New Yorkers tell me a Nor'easter is a fancy pants North fucking New Yorker way of saying snowstorm, okay? That's what I learned. They just got a fancy word. Because New York can't just say, we're getting a snowstorm this week. It's got to be, it's a Nor'easter. Go ahead. Now explain to me how Nor'easter is different than a snowstorm in my chat. Go ahead. Go ahead. Start writing it out. Well, you got to understand, Dilly. The wind speed must exceed 35 miles an hour or approximately six knots. I have no idea what knots are. But six knots and the snowfall must exceed 18 inches in order for it to qualify as a nor'easter, right? Hmm? Is that how it works? Fucking snowstorm, you dorks. Yeah, you got a snowstorm. I got a snowstorm. In Alaska, they go, it was Wednesday, right? Alaska calls it Wednesday. The rest of the country calls it a snowstorm. New York calls it a fucking nor'easter. Isn't that how it works? It's a nor'easter. You understand? It's much more scary. It's a lot more scary. It's like it's different. See, and of course, Ralph coming through in the clutch. Uh, Nor'easter keeps returning in on itself in a spiral pattern. Isn't that what you do, Ralph? Keep returning in on yourself in a spiral pattern? Sounds the same. See, oh, there it is. There's the official explanation. A Nor'easter is a low-pressure system off the East Coast. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it's a storm from the fucking East Coast. I got it. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it. Bunch of fucking weather people. Ah, I love it. You guys are hilarious. I'm just trolling you. I'm not even mad about it. You should know these things. It's very important. You got to know all the stuff that, you know, it's the stuff that you need to know. Oh, also, by the way, you're in a huge banking collapse. It's going to drag down the entire fucking system. And I'm so glad all of you panic sold yesterday, only to turn around and realize the Dow has surged more than 400 points as people make a fuck ton of money off of your ignorance. Yahtzee. Doesn't that always feel good? You guys ever get tired of seeing this? Yesterday, they tell you the world's on fire, so you panic sell. Call your broker to get me out. 
We're fucked. They're saying it. It could all be coming apart. I was trolling people on Twitter yesterday with this. Some of them are fans. I'm like, hey, you're wrong. He's like, no, I'm not. I think it's gonna be really, it could be really scary and ugly. Or it could be really gay and dumb and fake. No, man, you understand, dude. They're saying, like, if this bank fails, then these three banks could fail next. And that's scary. Eh, or nothing could happen. And they're just trying to gas you up to justify the bailout and while also shaking you out of your fucking banking positions so they can buy up all of your fucking assets. They wouldn't do that. That's evil. Yeah, it's up 168 now. Big deal. That's because smart money bought up the open, went up 400 points, wrote it to the top, and sold. Jesus Christ, this shit's not even complicated anymore. You jump in, great, riding your wave, retards. 400 points later. Okay, time to sell off half of what I just bought for pennies on the dollar. <whistles> Boom, exit. Got yourself a nice little fucking 20 banger, 40 banger. <laughs> I made 600,000 on those idiots. That's what they do to you. They laugh like that too, behind closed door. They're all sitting around some office just fucking dying laughing as one of them just gave another interview to Kramer. I know that, that also is a little too accurate. That one's going to hurt. We'll leave that alone. I'm going to leave that one alone. That's, we're leaving it alone. I want to be a prick. That's a prick thing to keep hammering. I'm not doing it. Instead, let's celebrate something together. This is something we can all get behind and no one's going to feel hurt or upset about it. We'll just all celebrate in unison. Zuckerberg uh, and Meta, which again, stupidest, gayest name change ever, confirmed another 11, 000, or 10,000 layoffs. This is after firing 11,000 in November. You guys like that? Do you, do you guys like this? First of all, this fucking super nerd changed a brand. Listen, I got news for you. If you've branded something good or bad, there is a value in recognizing the name, okay? Good or bad. Even if it fucking sucks, the name is a, it's recognized. So this cock starts out with Facebook, right? Brands it forever, becomes a billionaire off of Facebook, then changes it to meta because he thinks everyone wants to live in the fucking dweeb verse with him, jerking off to fucking fat guys that are pretending to be tiny Asian hente girls, right? This stupid faggot turns the name Facebook, the most recognizable brand on planet fucking Earth probably at one point, into meta, and now he's shocked he has to keep firing people, you dumb son of a bitch. Dude, can you imagine... Can you imagine? What a fucking idiot. This is like Nike all of a sudden. It's like, we're not Nike anymore. And they're like, what are you? Like, spoon. Like, what? Like, spoons. Get your new new spoons. Your air spoons. I, I don't understand. I thought you were Nike. No. We really believe in spoons. And we're going to get everybody to fucking... We all just believe our new logo is a spoon. And it's going to be super popular. Everybody get your new Air Jordan spoons. Like, dude, you're a fucking idiot, Zuckerberg. You deserve to lose every penny you got for being a fucking dork. Oh, man, is that the new fucking Air Spoons, bro? Oh, those are the little bronze. Dude, I like what they did with the spoon logo on the side. I mean, are you shitting me? Yeah, and then they got the hiking ones, which are the, the Air Forks, right? Get your Air Forks. It's all, it's all about practical stuff, right? Yeah, you got your forks. Your forks are for hiking. Your sporks are like more of a fitness shoe. If you get a spork, it's like in between. You got your spoons for everyday running and basketballing. And then you got your air forks for off-roading. And then you got your sporks for like fitness and cross country. Yeah, it's great. It's a good, it's good solid branding. Hey man, uh, Facebook isn't popular anymore. You're kind of right. What should we call it? Meta? Haha, <laughs> that seems like a smart idea. Let's do it. Dude. Did they not ask anybody outside of fucking Dorkville, USA, 
if the name Meta was stupid or not. Like, you can say what you want about the branding on Facebook, but at least everybody from toddlers to boomers understood. Oh, I get it. Face. My stupid face is on the page of the fucking website. And it's like a book because it keeps track of all the shit I've ever done in my life. Oh, Facebook. I'm on the Facebook. Nah. And you swapped it with Meta? Something that only other fucking weirdos who put, like, objects up their butthole while eating hot Cheetos would understand? It's like, no, dude, all my homies know exactly what a meta is. It's like, yeah, I bet they do. I bet they do. And you guys were all in a circle, jacking each other's little dicks off. Someone was like, I'm in a meta. And he's like, dude, that's a great name for a social media company. I think I'm in a meta too. Oh, oh man, I just met it in your eye. My bad, bro. It means whatever you want it to mean. Zuckerberg, fuck. <coughs> I can't wait to see this guy be poor. It'll happen. Stupid shits like this. He's He got too rich too young. This fuck will be broke by the time he's 60. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. I look so forward to that. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg who changed his name after he just did a swan dive off the meta building because it's worth nothing and he lost everything. And his fucking Asian Chinese spy hooker wife left him. So sorry. Oh, so sorry. Go home. Her and Fang Fang gonna just dip. And Zuck's gonna take a swan dive. 100%, dude. This dude, you fucking kidding me? This guy doesn't got no staying power. Look at that face. Meta, meta. It's no longer the Dilly Show. It's the Meta Show. Meta. So I can't believe it wasn't popular. It's so crazy, Zuckerberg. God, maybe you should have asked somebody who doesn't sit to pee if the name change was a good one. Fucking bozos. All right, let me see what else I got here. I got stories. Yeah, I got stories. What can I say? Hey, also, if you were thinking about feeling uh, bad about that bank, which I'm sure you weren't, but just in case, you got to know some things about it, first of all. These motherfuckers. Uh, Obama official Hillary donors, improv actor. That is right. These are the people who sit on the board of directors for SVB's board of directors. Are you shitting me? Silicon Valley Bank. These are the cunts you put on this thing. Kate Mitchell, a Hillary mega donor. Busy Burr, improv queen. Who the fuck is, her name is Busy Burr? Dude, you know who we need on the, uh, the fucking board of directors for this super, super over leveraged, risky piece of shit bank? Who's that? We need Busy fucking Burr. We need Busy Burr, the improv queen. Oh, good call. Dude, Busy knows all the things about, are you shitting me? Then you got the Vineyard Impresario. And an Obama aide. This is, this is the fucking motley crew of degenerate retards that sat on the board of directors for Silicon Valley Bank. And everyone's like, man, can you believe that happened? Yes. Yes, I can. I feel like this seems, this feels pretty predictable. Note to self, before investing, maybe start researching who sits on the board of directors of these trash companies you may in fact actually end up investing with. It's just a thought. You know what I mean? I'm not saying it's 100% like gonna solve all your investment problems. I'm just saying when you know things like this, you can look and go, I am shocked, absolutely shocked that a fucking company that Busy Burr, the improv queen herself sat on as the, on the board of directors went under. What? What? If you can't trust Busy Burr improv queen to help guide the fucking multi-billion dollar investment bank f- 
fucking that you're invested with and that you've got all your money in, I don't know who you can trust. Are you starting to feel like everybody that you were told was super rich because they were super smart and super important was actually just a dumb cunt being used? You should probably be seeing the uh, whole picture by now. They're all frauds. Everything has been bullshit. Your whole country, including your culture, has been predicated on fucking woke retards pushing an agenda very slowly forward on behalf of the fucking Chinese Communist Party and probably the fucking Ruskies, the Soviets. Fuck Russia. It's the Soviets still. That's my guess. My guess is they started planting these seeds decades ago and now they're full fucking trees of retards and you're just getting to see it. It's all been fraud. None of these people have actually had real talent. None of them have had real ability and none of them had real financially sound investment. Oh man, she must be smart because she's rich. Dude, most of them are fucking stupid. It's amazing. All right, I'm done. I'm gonna end up punching myself out. I still got two clients plus a Twitter spaces tonight and I gotta go be dad. It's a big day for me. I love you guys. God bless you. God bless America and God bless our president, Donald J. Trump. I am author Brendan Dilley and I'll be back tonight, tonight, at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitter Spaces for another episode of MAGA Weekly with Magical Trevor and California. Until then, let's keep taking it all back. I'll see you guys. But there is no way. This is the United States of America. We're not giving up our sovereignty to anybody. Fuck that. We came too close. Now we're going back the other direction. We're not going to get calmer as years go by. We're going to get more fired up. We're going to want more. I want more. This culture war... You fucking idiots is not is not something about the just oh the next re-election we want it all back we want our schools back we want our education we want our higher education back we want our banking back we want our celebrity fucking entertainment industries back we want our music back we want our sports back we're fighting for all of it i won't stop until we have every fucking aspect of americanism back and actually representing america we're raising an entire generation of patriots right behind us who have the exact same attitude and thoughts and approach. We're raising children. You're aborting them, we're raising them. We're raising them to vote. We're raising them to recognize bullshit. We're training them to not trust the, the uh, government or the media. We're training them in weapons. We're training them in free speech. We're not a fucking thing the left can do about it. We're not going away. This is only the beginning. Globalism was a failed idea. That was the George Bush era Republican, rhino, sellout, scumbag, globalist approach to things. This is a new America. This is a new America that resembles the old America, except for with a lot more wisdom. And you're just gonna have to get used to it, lefties. We're not going anywhere.